Welcome to Grace Chapel Bible Ministries located in Duncan, South Carolina. This ministry is dedicated to the verse-by-verse teaching of God's Word and discipleship programs aimed at strengthening the faith of God's people. Now open your Bibles. You have read the passages. You have studied the Word. It's time to test your knowledge. Your host is Pastor Buzz Lawback. All right, we good? We must have got a click, honey. They left. They're probably leaving me a message. That's all right. We can't. We can't do nothing at this point. Okay. All right. This is. This is okay. Welcome to uh, our great Upstate Bible Challenge. We are working tonight on going through. You know, back on going through six to ten. Mike, I hope you're there. Okay. Well, he'll he'll chime in if he needs to be. Okay. So. Uh, let's take the next few moments and, and uh, silent prayer and uh, get with our Lord and I'll open us up in, silent, uh, in corporate prayer. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity this morning to fellowship in your word. We pray, Heavenly Father, that God the Holy Spirit will open our hearts to what we're about to study and go over. We've studied it through the month. I pray now, Heavenly Father, as, we, as we're as we challenged with the questions tonight and the review of what we've already gone over, may it be a source of blessing and challenge as we continue to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. And welcome the guests on here. And let's go, let's start out tonight. Let's take a look at our uh, our categories. Go ahead. You're going to have to scroll down, son. Alright, category one, kingdom character. The narrow gate. Healing and casting out demons. Healing and dining and fasting. Sending out the twelve. And then I didn't, I didn't put up this but the last category is Jesus said. And it's like Jeopardy. We go down through each of the categories. You pick your categories, you you chime in and uh, be, be prepared to have some follow-up questions as well. So we're going to start out with King Character 1. Oh, go ahead and start the button. Okay. Right. Please enter off the station. That's me. That's you? Okay. Uh, you'll get your reward on earth and not in heaven. Do I have to say in the form of a question? Okay. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> okay. What happens if you practice your righteousness before men... To be noticed. And you said? Uh, you'll get your reward on earth by being noticed by them instead of in heaven. That's right. You. By God. Okay, yes. That's 100. That's. <laughs> hey, go ahead. And we, I put on there as you will have no reward because you've already received your reward already. Exactly right. All right, good job. And we take our own score too. So if you need yeah, we keep our own score. I, don't know. I got. And usually no, don't we don't know who wins because. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a piece of paper up here. Oh, I don't have a piece of paper. All right. You're up. Oh, uh, Kingdom Character 500. King, kingdom Character. So we will go straight down 200. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all right. The first and most important thing that we are to seek for is the Kingdom and... Okay, go ahead, give me a distraction. Okay. 
His righteousness? His righteousness. Very good. His righteousness. And, okay, let me go over that. You've got two, when we're talking about righteousness, you've got two well, you've got two righteousnesses that are in view. You've got positional righteousness. And that's the moment when we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. We receive a position. We are in, we brought into the family. That is a positional righteousness. And there's also the righteousness that when we're walking with the Lord. And that's temporal righteousness. That's uh, when we're in obedience, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, when we're walking in the light as He is in the light. Though That is a... That is a walking in righteousness. So you can you cannot be unrighteous in a sense of positional righteousness. You're always you're you're righteous from the right, on your worst day and on your best day. You're righteous before Him. However, temporal when you sin, you're outside of the fellowship with Him, and you're no longer. Walking in righteousness, but you're carnal. You're walking in darkness. Okay? Gentlemen, what do we do? Okay, Grady, I'll keep get you on line. What do we do? We, we've sinned. We're outside of the fellowship. We're no longer walking in righteousness. What's your remedy for that? We confess. We confess our sins. You know what the verse is for that? First John 1 John 1 John 1.9 If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just. Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Brings us back into fellowship and back in walking righteously with Him. Alright, so we are to seek. Okay, one more thing about that. Priority in our life every day. We are looking at we are looking at growing in the Lord. So we're looking forward. Our perspective is the kingdom to come. The kingdom, remember, the kingdom is not yet here. We're looking forward to that coming. Okay, remember uh, and in the disciples' prayer, your kingdom come, that will be done. And then while we're on earth, while we're looking forward to that kingdom, we're also seeking his righteousness to walk righteously in him. All right. Go ahead and give me the screen. Very good. Who's, who got that one? Amanda. Uh, let's go with the narrow gate, 100. Narrow gate for 100. Ah! <laughs> You get <laughs> scared me. Granted, <laughs> you get to challenge the host. Um, With somebody from that, let me see which one, which is it? Chapter two. Question from chapter two. Chapter seven. Or chapter seven, exactly. Seven. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this is too easy. Oh. According to scripture, who finds the small gate and the narrow way that leads to life? Ready, go. <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> Okay. Who finds it? Only a few. Only a few find it. Correct. Only a few find it. Why? Why only a few? Um. Those few. Uh, many are called, but only a few are chosen. And that, once again, that narrow gate. It, it kind of connects with the seek. And you will find, knock, and it will be, and it will, <laughs> knock and it will be answered, and, well, seek, and you'll find, ask, and it will be given to you, knock, and it will be opened to you. 
And I always often wondered when you, when you have con. I've often wondered why is it some people who are so loving the Lord, they're growing in, they're growing in faith, they're, they're, they are growing up in the Lord and walking righteously, and while there are other Christians who really don't care, who really, they're stumbling through life. I, I'm wondering why. But I always come back to the same thing, seeking, asking, and knocking. There are people who are not seeking. If you are, if you generally, if you're wondering, if you're wondering why your faith isn't where it's supposed to be, then ask yourself: Are you seeking? Are you seeking Him? Are you praying? Are you knocking? Are you are you pestering the Lord? I, I've often said, in a such such way that you pester the Lord, you continue to do these things because that's the tense that you see in the Greek. Asking, knocking, and seeking, those are continual. It doesn't say you do it one time. You do it like a child, like a child, like a small child that keeps pestering. Mom, 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 dad, dad, dad. Get and that's the way we ought to be as children of the Lord, continuing pestering with them. I want to know this. And you never get enough. And your prayers, you're consistent with your prayers. You pray today for something. You didn't get it today, you pray again tomorrow. Or you get until you get an answer. Alright. So, okay, very good, Amanda. Uh, I get that. I like the picture, by the way. You like that? Yeah. Alright. Um, I'm gonna go with Kingdom Character 300. Oh! I challenge me. What what is this? How can I do that? It's rigged. It's rigged, yeah. <laughs> It's right. Okay. Well, give me a question. Or do you do it? Okay. Matt, you want to give what me another one? What chapter does it have to be from? Uh, the, uh, six. six. Yeah, six. Um, I forgot all about the challenge of the host. I'm just going to have to read My it. questions are too easy. What does, what does Jesus refer the I as? Oh, the I is... Okay, I know it. Anybody else know it? Window to the body to the soul. To the window to the soul. No. All right. No. No. no window to the body. No. As lamp. Lamp to the. Oh, that's right. Lamp. Okay. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt. That's right. Okay. Lamp to the. Maybe. I mean, I don't. Think you're right. You're right. Because well, if if your eye is dark, your whole body will be dark. Six twenty-two. The light of the body is the eye. The light. The light. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eyes clear, your whole body will be full of light. Okay. Amanda. Uh sending out the twelve for a hundred. Sending out the twelve. Jesus, Jesus sends out twelve to who? The Israelites. He commands them not to go into the Gentiles. Very good. Okay. He commands them to go to the lost You're right. people of there Israel. There you go. To, go ahead, give it to me. Okay. To the lost, the lost sheep of Israel. Lost sheep of Israel. This is interesting. When, when you're looking at the beginning, when you're looking up the opening of Matthew, it starts out with John the Baptist. It goes with Jesus. 
then it goes with the 12, then it goes with the 70 in Luke. The message is what? Repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven is at And that message isn't to the world. That message is specifically to Israel. It's specifically to the lost sheep of the lost sheep of Israel. And he's to bypass Samaritans. He was to bypass the Gentile nations. And it's interesting because as you're looking up, when you get to chapter 13, when you hit chapter 13, then something changes. He's no longer offering that anymore. And you see it all the way through the Gospels. He doesn't offer a kingdom. It's like it's taken off of the table temporarily. Even when you come to the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, in Matthew 28, what's the great what's the Great Commission? Go out to all the world. Go out to all the world and take you're taking the gospel. The gospel changes. Prior to this was the gospel of the kingdom that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But then. Well, actually, the, the Great Commission is to go out to make disciples. To make, and Wiley, what's his disciple? A student. A student. To go out to all the world to make students, teaching them all the things that I've taught you. I baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, even today, the, the gospel of the kingdom is off the table. It is believe uh, the gospel today is believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Now, what's interesting and how, what we believe is the rapture of the church coming, and with the rapture of the church, it begins the age of Israel once again, and then the gospel of the kingdom goes out to all the nations at that point, all the nations, not just Israel and just us Samaritans, but that message goes out to all the world that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that gospel, until all the nations have been, have heard, received that message, then the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. Okay, there's, there's a lot to go into that, and we've been studying that in the morning during worship call. But the, the, um, the gospel of the kingdom, remember there's two gospels, the gospel of the kingdom, which was offered to the Jews at first, and then it was taken back because they rejected him, then there's the gospel of the, the salvation gospel, which is believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. During the, that seven-year tribulation, the message of the kingdom gospel is going to be right back on the table, but it's going to be for all the nations. So much more to teach on that, but I'll just give you a little, little preview of that. Okay, bring it back. Any questions? No, I was just saying her choose. All right, ready? The kingdom character for four hundred. Kingdom character for four hundred. Ready, go. Please enter. The eye. What do you got? The eye. The eye. The eye. Matthew six twenty two. Very good. My hand goes on the button. I'm sitting here like this. I'm terrible at this. All right. As a lamp of the whole eye, often said this that when we're when we're dealing with the eye gate and the ear gate, 
is uh, the those things that what you take in your eye, what you take in your ear, hearing, goes into your heart. And um, the, and these things that you deal with that, your perception, your blindness, or your illumination, it's the Holy Spirit that opens up the eyes of our hearts. And I believe this is what it's talking about more so, the eyes of our hearts. And that's one thing that I pray for myself, that's one thing I pray for you all, that the eyes of your heart will be illuminated, that open up. It's so great. I don't know. Um, you ever get to a point where you're looking at something, you may have seen it over and over again, and all of a sudden, boom! And it's, it's, it's like, I've, seen, I've read this a hundred times, and all of a sudden, I, I see it quite differently, and you open up a lot of things. That's the eyes of your heart seeing seeing those things and uh, the Holy Spirit working in your life on that. It's so cool. I was going to say, you know, the, 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 I guess the children's song, I think it was a conference, they had mentioned that they were talking about a deep subject and they brought up the children's song that's taught, careful little feet where you go, careful eyes what yeah, you see. And it's funny, as adults, you tend to, I think adults tend to have a complex that you think you're wise enough and discernible enough to view and hear whatever you want, where... And it's garbage in, or garbage anyways, in. something. But yeah, I, you gotta be careful. And that's a great, <laughs> really, that is uh, good doctor advice because everything goes in the eye gate, everything goes in the ear gate has to be dealt with in the heart. Okay, and if you're if that which you take in and your your perception, what you take in the heart, you got to deal with that. You're, and and it's the things that we watch on TV. It's the things that we are exposed to, kind of pollutes up that thinking. Remember, Grady, I'll ask you a question. You've got thought, decision, motive, and action. What's the most important thing? I'm going to give you push-ups. You miss it. Oh man, you owe me. <laughs> you owe me. What's the most important thing? Thought, thought thinking. Because everything that you think is going to be expressed in your motives, your decisions, and your actions. The, your heart is your, your programming center. In the Greek, it's cardia. And when it comes to cardia, if, what, you, what you have in your heart will dictate over your motives, your decisions, and your actions. Like, like Mike just said, garbage in, garbage out. All right. Well, great. And you owe me, son. Fifty of them. Fifty. I'll count for you. Got out through the year. All right. Who who had who had that one? Uh, oh, I think Brandy. I really feel like Amanda should pick though because no, 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 no. I got that because <laughs> got, of her got. question to you. Yeah, <laughs> but you were faster than me, so. Yeah. I was sitting here with my hand on the buzzers. Let's do Kingdom Character Five Hundred. We'll finish it out. All right. Ready go. Do not use this when you are praying. Transitions. Yeah. There you go. What, what it, was it? Repetition. 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 Meaning, rep repetition. Meaningless repetition. Meaningless oh, yeah. repetition. And it's, this, is talk, this is talking about rote prayer. This is just your... your. Um, that reminds me of seance with repetition. How 37 Hail Marys. It's 37 Hail Marys, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that says as the Gentiles did... You know, yeah, that's their religious practices. practices. You have this. Yeah. You have this certain prayer to do this. You have this certain prayer to do this. And even, and this even comes down to your, uh, 
this comes down to even the what many call the Lord's Prayer. The when Jesus said when it got down to the Lord's Prayer. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to. Terry's wanting to listen. She says she can't hear. Can't hear? Okay. She can't hear, and the screen is flipped. No, I, I was just trying to fix it for. Her. Okay, let me let me grab that real quick. Talk quietly amongst yourself. All right, let's see. Screen is flipped. All right, let me get out of there. Well, Brandy, how long you lived in the neighborhood? Uh, about eight or so years. Okay. Let me do that. And it's a nice neighborhood. It's peaceful. We like it. Um, my husband went to Burns. He's from Lyman. Okay. I'm from Inman, so we've lived in the general area all our lives. All right. Yeah, we went to Burns too. What year did you graduate? Oh, Okay. He was 2000. Oh, okay. So, yeah. What's your last name? Hart. Chad. Chad Hart. Chad Hart. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Had an older sister named April, but right, she would have been well ahead of you um, because she's eight years older than he is. So. Yeah, I was born and raised. Right across. Did you hear that? Right across the interstate, kind of. Can you hear us? Same neighborhood. You got it. Yeah. Now I gotta get my. Mic. All right. Yeah, so to get the screen fixed, he hung out with. And you can hear us. Uh, James Carmona. Backwards. Uh, can you hear us? Backwards. You got our screen backwards. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, She's probably looking at Robert, the window um, seal. Clayton. Where, where I've heard that name. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Trying to think of some of the other <laughs> folks that he hung out with. Yeah, I can picture their faces, but that's been a long time. And then, well, he might have been my cousin. My cousin, uh, her name's Brandy Fincher, was her uh, maiden name. Okay. She didn't go to Burns. I didn't go to Burns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Terry, you got that? Terry? I'm here. All right. Very. <laughs> All right. Main repetition. Where we were, where we were getting at. Where um, even even what is called Lord's prayer. I call it. I call it the disciples' prayer. And he's teaching them. He didn't say pray this prayer. He said pray like this. So that can even become a rope prayer, a program prayer. Listen. God is a person, and when I say person, I mean one with a he has any anybody as a person has these three qualities. They have sensibility, they have intellect, and they have determination of choice. God has all that. When we pray to God, we're praying to a person, and uh, and there's a personal relationship. If if I'm talking, Amanda, I don't when I when I speak to you, I don't. I don't have things wrote out and I'm talking to you and, and I'm just reading them at all. I'm having a personal conversation with you. And, the, and prayer is like anything else. The more you do it, and, and listen, guys, and while you're good at it, Grady, you, you could use some work, but just, just remember, when you're up here and you're praying to the Lord, you pray. You speak to them like anything else, like you would speak to another person. And that's what we're doing with prayer. So, rope prayer, it, it, there's no personal contact with that. 
and there's no magic. No, and what you said about seances and. There's no magic behind prayer. Prayer is actually communication with God. Okay? Uh, questions, input on that. All right. Very good. Brad, you're up. You're running away with the. You're running away with it. I'm sitting here like this, but I kind of feel like everybody else should be too. <laughs> I know. Well, I keep forgetting. <laughs> you keep forgetting. I'm, I'm like this. Let's do Jesus said for a hundred. Okay, Jesus said for a hundred. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say. Oh, goodness. Is this open book test? I'm like, yeah. What did he say? Now, 46 sections. And that, that would be in 10. That'd be 10. Is it 10? No, 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 no. It wasn't. Me. This is any. Anywhere right now. He teaches us. Who got it? I did. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's right. We we went over that just a little bit ago. When he began to preach, he said, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Yeah, something to do with the kingdom. And um, so, what are in Matthew six thirty three? What are we What are we supposed to be seeking first? The kingdom. the kingdom and what else? His righteousness. And his righteousness. These two things. Our everyday should be in a set with the kingdom. It is the kingdom is motivation. The kingdom is recognizing. Do y'all realize that one day it's going to be reality? You, you guys are young. It's like forever. You know, like when you're young, it's like you got forever. But when you get older, there's there's start. Oh, y'all. You know, maybe back we're we're up there a little bit, but um, the more listen, the more that you get into the word, the more that you have your spiritual priorities in place, the more you begin to be excited about seeing the Lord, to be absent from the body, face to face. Know that the kingdom, the kingdom is a reality. For those that say that we are living in the kingdom now. What does Tommy and I say? If we're living in the kingdom now, we must be living in the gutter. Or the, the, because the kingdom is yet to come. And that kingdom takes place with the coming of the Lord. And, and we're, in my position, I am a dispensationalist in the sense that I literally look at the Bible for what it says. The kingdom will be here when our Lord Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne, on his earthly throne in Jerusalem. Is that now? There's so many other things about the kingdom too, but it's motivation, knowing that it's ahead of us. And then righteousness, that's something that we pursue each and every day. Do we do it perfectly? Do we trip up? Oh yes, we do. But... What Beck says, we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and keep marching. Okay? So, um, yes, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Who else, who else said that? John, John the Baptist. Baptist. John the Baptist. All right. Okay. Um, um, Amanda. Did I get that one? You did. Yeah. Um... Mm, the narrow gate, 200. 
The Narragate for two hundred. What must you do before? <laughs> what must you do before you help your brother? I thought you'd get that one back then. Pull the plank out of your own eye. <laughs> Pull the plank out of your own eye. Very good. Take the log out of your own eye. Okay. Does it say you don't help your brother with the speck in his eye? No. no. Um. And there, there are times. That, listen, we're not busybodies. But if you're walking in the same direction, you, you both got your, and you have to be discerning. This my, this is my wingman over here. You know, this is my wing lady. This is my wingman over here, uh, Michael. He's my counterpart, my accountability partner, and. I'd, I'd be comfortable, more comfortable with him. If it, we know we're going in the same direction. And if I see him and uh, out of character, if he's, if he's getting ready to stumble, I'm not going to let him trip over the, go over the cliff. I'm going to, I'm going to have to bring, him, bring something up to him. However, if I got a log in my own eye and I'm, I'm not going in that direction, I need to keep my mouth shut. I need to deal with my own sin first. I need to deal with my own direction. Each of us need to be accountable for ourselves before we can help someone else. And this is where that comes in. All right. Fanny. Uh, Jesus said 200. Jesus said for 200. Blessed, are the, blessed are the pure of heart. Five. You're doing a five. Matthew five, yeah. And all the way five. This could be any anything we've already covered. Matthew five. <laughs> For they shall see God. For they shall see God. I can never remember. For they shall see God. Alright. Okay, keeping you on the on, on the line there, Brandy. How is it that, that we how do we make our heart pure? How, what's, well, how do we go about making our heart pure? It says, blessed are pure of heart. I think in a multitude of ways. Um, one, you try and guard your heart, like you said earlier, the discussion that we had. I mean, I tell my kids, they'll come home with something or they'll want to watch something or whatever. And you know, it's like, Really, do you even want to put that inside you? Like, do you, do you want to have those images, that thought? Um, so that's one way. But then the the other is to try and become, kind of like you said earlier, with you know, Jesus commands us to be childlike. Well, who has pure hearts? Kids do. Mm -hmm. You know, so so trying to attain that childlike. Faith and faithfulness and relationship with God where, you know, you really do see him as the father and you are the child. You know, you're there to learn, to obey, to love, to trust. Um, and I think in doing the things to be that person, you kind of guard a pure heart. That's, that's a couple ways. One, one, way, one thing that you said, began with, is you've got to, you've got to cut off. The, the the going what's going in the ear gate, what's going in the eye gate, 
that, but then you've got to replace that heart. Remember, we're talking about the thinking. What else? What else we got to do? Obedience. Obedience, and how do you learn obedience? The word. Exactly, the word of God. You got to have to replace that. You got to replace thinking, thinking. So you got to cut off. You got to cut off the valve because you're continually thinking, and all of us are. We can't cut it off completely, but the rate of learning the word of God must exceed. The, the amount of garbage that we're taking in and everywhere we go. And, uh, and that's, that's something you guys are going to have to be faced with challenges growing up with that. So, yeah, and so we're, work, we're constantly working on our heart to purify our heart. And it's, it's the, the, um, the cutting off uh, and the influences. Then, like you said, then as, we, as we're growing in the Word, we are... Actually, we are taking on different priorities. We're, we're renewing ourselves. And that's what Paul says, to stop being conformed to this world, but be transformed be transformed by the renewing of our minds. All right. Washing. Yeah. Who got that one? I think Brandy. Brandy? Oh, come on, Brandy. All right. Oh, don't be shy. It's, it's good. Yeah, it sounds good. I love it. Go ahead. Jesus said 300. Jesus said 300. For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees. Ready, go. He said the same thing to Nicodemus, actually. <clears throat> Is it that you will not see the kingdom of heaven? You will not see the kingdom of heaven. Go ahead. You will not enter. Well, well not I'll, enter. I'll give it to you. You will not enter the kingdom of heaven. He tells Nicodemus, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. And um, again, you have a the timeline. You have. Somewhere along the line, you've got different people with different views of when the rapture begins. But we'll just pick up the, the tribulation is the last seven years. That, that is Daniel's 70th week. And it picks up, the, the, that seven years picks up the prophecy from Daniel. When Daniel finishes out, when Daniel in his prophecy in chapter 9 is dealing with Israel and the kingdom and the establishment talks about the coming of the Christ, how, he's, how the Messiah is going to be cut off. You know, and then when you're reading 9, it doesn't even talk about the church age. It goes straight into talking about the Antichrist. There's going to be a, the great tribulation. There's going to be that seven-year tribulation. The second half is the great tribulation, the great persecution against Israel. So that seven years is going to be played out. That's going to complete the age of Israel. Once that's established, then at that point is the great and terrible day of the Lord. That's with the return of the Lord to set up his kingdom. Those, when you look at salvation and the salvation there, be careful when you're looking at context. Because salvation many times would is talking to them specifically of those who's going to be delivered into the kingdom. Those who's going to start that kingdom age. 
And that kingdom age will be the first thousand years of Jesus' rule on this earth. So he's telling them, he tells Nicodemus, he, and he's telling the Pharisees, or no, he's not telling Pharisees, he's telling them, your, your righteousness is going to have to exceed theirs. Because they are living on from a legalistic, that's a legalistic system. And that that legalistic system, the Pharisees were legalists. They were religious. And uh, everybody, Chad, Hello. Hey, good to see you. Hurry on. Make yourself at home, get ready. <laughs> uh, see, the Pharisees were legalists. They were steeped in religion, but they were unbelievers. And so what Jesus is saying, your righteousness, you see, they had a negative righteousness. Remember back in Isaiah, what Isaiah says, that all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. They, they don't meet God's standard of righteousness. And the religious leaders, they were all prim, they were all proper, but their righteousness did not meet God's righteousness. So the Lord says, your righteousness has to exceed that. Be, you have to be more righteous than the Pharisees. Otherwise, you're, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And remember, the kingdom of heaven is the established kingdom after the seven-year tribulation. All right. Moving on. All right, Chad, since you just rolled in, I'm going to let you pick the next category. <laughs> oh, man. You've got... You got well. Oh, don't put him on the spot. It's Michael's okay. turn. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, okay. That's all right. all right. Go ahead, Amanda. We'll do uh, healing, casting out demons. Healing, cast out demons. Ready, go. Oh. All right, Michael. Uh, I don't have any ready for you, but uh, how many men uh, approached him when he crossed over to the Gadarenes? Ah. Okay, I, <laughs> Okay, when he crossed over to Gadarenes, those were two, two. Two of them. Now you'll see one, I think as Luke says only one, but it, I think Matthew says two. What chapter is that? And, um, I think seven. I thought the difference there was the two blind men on the side of the road versus the one. You I might be the right. The accounts of the Gadarenes were the same. I think yeah, with one. Too. I don't know what you're talking about. I think there. I think at, at different parts. That I'll I'll look at. But I think there's one that just mentions one, and the other passage mentions two. But one, and that's all right because because Jesus only emphasizes one who he's talking to at the point. Gatherings. I think this is very interesting um, when he goes to the gatherings because he goes out of the territory of Israel, and he goes into land and notice that every, when he's in Israel I thought about this the other day when he's in Israel they would approach him as the son of David but when he goes to the gatherings they don't say son of David they say son of God he says what are you doing here see he's supposed to be at for the lost sheep of Israel but God's God's dominion or Jesus dominion is going to go beyond are going to go beyond that land. He's going to be more than the son son of of um, David, but he's he's the son of God, and the son of God. And there's another thing about his rule. Jesus is the last what? Adam. He's the last Adam. 
And he's going to pick up with the first Adam. You see, when, when the first Adam failed, see, it's not that God failed, and man failed, but it doesn't thwart God's plan. It's fine. He sends us another Adam. And this Adam is going to do what the first Adam didn't. And the first Adam, what was the first Adam supposed to do in Genesis 1, 27? Supposed to have dominion over this world. And over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, the, the, uh, he's supposed to have dominion over everything. But when Adam sinned, he lost that position. Now, Jesus is coming. He's the last Adam. He's not only the son of David that's going to rule over Israel, uh, over Judah and Israel. He's also going to rule this world as the last Adam, where the first Adam had failed. Okay. Good question. Thank you. Good question because I was able to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Michael. So, okay, go ahead. So we'll do uh, the same same one for two hundred. Two hundred. Ready, go. Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home. <laughs> Ready. Centurion. There you go. Okay. I didn't know how to say that word. Victorian. <laughs> there was no way I was going to I knew what it was. I just read that and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to say it. Interesting. But anything, anything you want to add about, about that comp confrontation with the centurion? Anybody? I just think that his faith as a non-Jewish person, as a Gentile, is just incredible that he is a leader in an army. He is used to having people subjugate before him, and yet he would approach Jesus and say, I know that you are powerful enough that you don't even have to come to my house. Just say it. And my servant, who's a hundred miles away, is going to be fine. That's, I just, it's amazing. Well, Jesus marveled at it, too. <laughs> Jesus liked it, too. Notice that, like I said, he, he, marveled, at, he marveled at his faith he, and the thing is, the Jewish people, where are they? I mean, where are their faith? Listen, and I'll say this. Go ahead, Randy. It's only two people, actually, that Jesus even says that about, and they're both Gentiles, because the other mm -hmm. is the woman. The, um... What other? Okay, I'll, I'll keep you on the line. What's that? Okay, the woman. I think, yeah. And, uh, that, that, um, no, the Phoenician. Was it Phoenician woman? How about the one that touched her cloak? Yeah, the touched Phoenician his woman touched cloak. Um, there was actually there was three. Was there? There's a Phoenician woman. She's the one who touched the him. But it says there that says your he, faith is that he marveled at her faith. I don't. So I think there's there's two. One's a woman and one's the centurion. Okay. All right. I thought it was Phoenician woman, but he did say to the woman, "Your faith has made you heal." But you're right. He. He was he was giddy. He was almost giddy. Mm -hmm. And you know, really, when we see somebody with great faith, mm -hmm. do we not marvel at them? Oh, sure. And when you see somebody, and he said, "Wow!" And yeah, he had a wow moment over the centurion, over that over the woman. But here's another thing: who else? And he by who else? from the Gentile world came seeking Jesus in the very beginning the wise men the, the magi they were, they were also Gentiles so where are, where are all the Jews seeking out Jesus really 
You see, the Jews were more, the more or less wanted a political leader to come and take over, and but rarely did he find a faith. Okay, what was the nickname that he gave the disciples? Little Faiths. Little Faiths. Little Faiths. So and he's saying, look at these guys. He's got this centurion's got great faith. Yeah, I think the Phoenician woman, he just said, you know, your faith has made you heal. But, um, the, the woman with the, when she said, the woman where he said, when the dog, when the dog, when he said, but the dogs, um, she, he said, I just come to the lost sheep of Israel. She said, you know, he goes, well, I, and she said, even the dog, even the dogs get the crumbs. Uh, get the crumbs. Yeah. So, yeah, and he marveled at her face. Okay, could be two. You're probably right, Brandy. Well, all right. Uh, who got that one? Brandy. Brandy, you're up. Uh, I don't even know what category we were in. Mike, you still there? No? Oh. Um, how about the narrow gate for 300? Narrow gate for 300. Ready, go. The small gate and the narrow way leads to what? Leads into to station. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> the small gate and the narrow way leads to... The narrow way leads to life. Ding, ding. Leads to life. Very good. The narrow way leads to life. <laughs> I don't even know. How many points did I give? <laughs> huh? 300. 300. How many ways are there to get to heaven? One. According to who? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How? Listen. Be careful. There is only one way. There was how? Wiley, how many how many doors were there in the ark? One. How many? Okay, Grady. How many ways was it into the tabernacle? One. How many ways going back into Eden? One. There's only one way. Jesus, when he when he was in Gethsemane, when he was praying, he said, "Father, take." Take this, let this cup pass from me, not my will, but your will be done. He didn't want to go to the cross. He was saying, if there was another way, let this way be. If the, if the Pharisees' religion, if that did it, and you see, religion, listen, religion doesn't, and we, we've probably get a little bit too, too philosophical on this, but our faith is... Our faith is, in Christianity, our faith in Christ is relational. It's not religious. Religion is man's means of seeking the approbation of God. And so you've got to choose which religion is which. Okay, but it is our relationship, and it's only through Christ, Christ alone. And one thing that tripped me up watching The Chosen, and I, I thought it was great, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I, I really was entertained, well, entertained it until it was brought to my attention 
when when the actor who played Jesus said, I am a way. Be careful. See, if it if it boils down to just just that just a D or an A. If you can say that Jesus is a way, you have no problem. But the moment that you say Jesus is the way, that becomes the problem. Because in, in your heart and your mind, there is no other there is no other way. And I mean problem not to not to us. I mean that's where the persecution comes. Because you're on that narrow way. That's the way. There's no alternative. There's no alternatives to our faith. It's it's Jesus and no other way. Um, so you've got you've got these big talking heads and uh, the and when the world likes to get them in a corner and say, well, there must be other ways. It it can't be because they want to paint the Christian as a bigot, as a, I don't know what word to use. But the moment that, and this is why you're going to have some people hate you or lash back at you, is because you was when you present the gospel, you're really saying there is no other way but this way. And you've got to stand your ground. Because you, you put that, you, you're basically telling them straight, eyeball to eyeball, there ain't no other way. Unless you believe in Jesus, you're going to hell. You know, and they say, well, how come your way? Listen, how come your way is right and everybody else is wrong? Anybody got an answer for that? It's not my way, it's God's way. Thank you. Very much so. It's not my way. It's the authority of the Word of God. And that's what I stand on. It is. <laughs> that's what you can use. It is what it is. All right. Very good. Becky, you got this one. Oh. Um, I'm going to go for Jesus said for 400. Jesus said for 400. Ready, go. If your right eye makes you stumble. <laughs> Pluck it out. Draw. Tear it out. I don't think he was being literal on this. <laughs> I don't think he was... I don't think you, you need How come some people are so literal on some things? And they say, well, the Bible says this. And how come there's not people around there with patches on their eye? Or, I'll talk to you guys on this one. Avoid the temptation. You know, in the, in the disciples' prayer, it says, when you're praying, lead us not into temptation. And also, there's a certain point of, of responsibility on your part. Don't go looking for it. Because Satan will, Satan, and they will put the trip wires there for you to trip over. And so there's enough temptation out there for you already. Don't go looking for it. Um, if, if the internet is a problem, get away from it. If TV is a problem for you, get away from it. Uh, because, we're, once again, what are we seeking? The kingdom and his righteousness. The kingdom and his righteousness. And for the believer, we are, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, our salvation is secure. But what's, in, what's threatening is our rewards that 
our rewards for our eternal rewards. And if you want to know what they are, you can look at Revelation 2 and 3. Because you can stand before, listen, each of us are going to be standing before the, well, the unbelievers are going to stand before the great white throne judgment. That's, they're going to get a judgment. Right now, when, when you die as an unbeliever, you go into a place called torments. That's kind of like a holding cell. But you don't go into a lake of fire until you stand before the great white throne judgment. But the other throne is the judgment seat of Christ. And that's where we will be evaluated as believers. And, and Paul's, Paul talks about that bema. And you're going to be evaluated on what you've done in the body, whether good or bad. And your works are going to be judged. And there are going to be those Christians that will stand before Jesus. They're going to be saved. But they're going to stand before Him naked with nothing to show for a life that should have been lived for Him. So, um, so those rewards, it's just saying, you don't want, you don't want to lose out. Okay. Coming out. Okay, Becky, you get that one? Yeah. No. You, who got that one? Brandy. Brandy. I think we hit that buzzer at the same time, though. I saw your hand hit it. You want to pick the next category? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Great. Jesus said 500. Jesus, 500. Radio. Ask, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Please enter on the two station. Oh. <laughs> Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Oh shoot. I <laughs> know it. We just said it. <laughs> you know it. Oh my. I'm in shock. Are you in shock? This is happening. The light came on. Brandy, go ahead. Oh, Becca, come She's on. Getting you you will seek and you will find. She's really a blonde. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go ahead, Wally. I shouldn't have hit it. Knock and it will be open soon. Knock and it will be open to you. Did you hear your button? Did you hit your button? No. Did you hear our knocks? You want to add? Wally, you want to add something to that? Oh, that's terrible. Uh, anybody? <laughs> In the Greek, it's continual. We talked about this a little bit earlier. It's continual. You're continual seeking the Lord. And uh, earlier, earlier we talked about being a little kid. Little kid. Oh, pester. Pest. The Lord wants to be pestered. We have one of those. Well, dad, dad, mom, 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 dad, 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 dad. And we, and our Lord is so patient with us. He wants us to be pestering Him. And, and so this, and in the Greek, it's knock, continue knocking, continue to ask, continue to seek. At that that should be a part of our every day, not just on um, certain days a week, not on certain times, but it should be a continual drawing near. Um, James says, draw near to God, and He will.
draw near to you. And you're wondering why God seems so far away? My question would be to you is, have you made some steps to draw to close up that gap between you and God? All right, next one. Wally Gunner. Uh, let's go with the one that hasn't been done yet. Healing. Oh. Whatever that says. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea to his own city, and they brought to him a paralytic laying on a bed. Next one. Click again. What did Jesus say to the man prior to healing him? Get up. You tell him to get up. Prior to that. Oh. Um. Because this it caused a great controversy. Your sins have been forgiven. Your sins have been forgiven you. Ah, oh, you had to? you had ABC. You had ABC? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I forgot I had ABC. Well, he just continues on and says, which one's easier to say your sins are forgiven or to get up and walk? But just to prove to you that I'm not going to get up and walk. But uh, No, I don't have any more to add to it. <laughs> so, so what did he do? What did he do first before he helped the man or gave the man the ability to walk from his authority? He has authority to have him get up and forgive the sins. Forgive the sins. What's the controversy of saying your sins are forgiven you? Only God can do that. Only God can do that. That's right. David said, against you and you alone have I sinned. So only he has the ability. Because all sin is against God. Now I may come over and bop you on the head, Grady. Me and you may get in a fight. I may say bad things about you and everything else. I may sin against you. And I do need to come and reconcile with you. But the greater sin is against God. You know, and I need to first reconcile with God, then I need to come uh, and talk to you about it and, and reconcile there. Because that's... Um, and what, what's greater? Let me ask you a question. What's the greater problem that this man had? His ability to walk or his sin? His sin. His sin, absolutely. That's a softball question. His sin. The Lord takes care of the greater problem first. Your sin has been forgiven. And that's what caused the problem. Alright, great. Alright. Healing, dining, and... Healing, dining, and fasting. Where did Jesus see Matthew? Please enter on the two he saw him at the tax booth, didn't he? Yeah. Ding ding. Saw him at the tax booth. Absolutely. Uh, what was what was Matt? What was Matthew? You didn't get a few. What was Matthew's? Uh, you didn't get the knock one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I only have one point that I wrote. <laughs> what was Matthew's name? Kind of up and right. Back. What was Matthew's name before leave? Uh, what was Matthew's name before? What was Matthew's other name? Uh, it was Levi. Levi, that's right, Levi. And um, and the tax collector. What was the problem with tax collectors? They considered them uh, unclean 
or since they didn't want to eat with them, I know that. <laughs> They, they were Jews taking money from their fellow yeah. Jews for the Roman Empire. And I guess they saw them as... Yeah, uh, and you didn't really have to guess. They, these were wretched people. Yeah. Um, I see. I, I, I often see, see that picture. I could just picture Jesus passing by that way each time. And, and I, I don't think this... In my mind's eye, I don't see that this was the first time Levi had ran into Matthew, or I ran into Jesus. And finally, one day, he sees him passing. Every time he passed, I think, I would, again, in my own mind's eye, Matthew would get more miserable every day, saying, Here, I'm going to continue with same old, same old. And one day, Jesus came by and said, Come on, follow me, follow me. All right. Oh, I guess I get to choose. Are we? Oh, we're lightning round. Okay, going, going in. Okay, we're going past and. Okay, we'll start with. So you're just gonna go through? Yeah, we're just gonna go through. I'm gonna start with. Uh, gonna start with Michael. What are the false prophets' clothing? Uh, sheep's sheep's clothing. Very good. Sheep's, sheep's clothing. Skin. Okay. Amanda, uh, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons in your name, perform many miracles? Click it again. What will Jesus tell them? I do not know you. Very good. Did I, I do not know you. Away from me, I never knew you. Knowing, real quick, knowing is that on this, it's not that he didn't know them in a sense of knowledge. This is intimate knowledge. This is like Adam knew his wife. So this is that 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 uh, close, intimate knowledge of, of him, which it requires for us. You know? And the worst thing that Jesus, worst thing that the Lord could say is, "I never knew you." All right. Uh, let's see. Becca. I say to you that many will come to be east, west, and recline at the table of uh, with who in the kingdom of heaven? Who who will come from east to west? Who will they dine with? Go ahead and give me the distractors. Oh, oh, it's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There will be a resurrection in the kingdom. These They will be resurrected. Anybody ever want to meet with them and talk with them? We will have the opportunity to speak and, and fellowship and dine with the Old Testament saints. That's another reason why we know that we're not living in the kingdom yet. That, that opportunity is not afforded to us yet. All right. Uh, Grady, 400. Who did Jesus heal at the, of a fever in Peter's house? Okay, Wiley. Brandy. Peter's mother-in-law. Peter's mother-in-law. Oh, I should have, should, have, should have gave you distractors on that one. All right, sorry about that. All right, Chad, you want you want one? All right, well, moving back to Michael for five hundred. Jesus traveled to the. Gatherings and commanded the demons out of two men. 
Where did the demons go? The swine. They went into the swine. Okay. All right. Amanda. Jesus said to the Pharisees, but go and learn what this means. I desire what and not sacrifice. And multiple choice. Yeah, let me see. Do we have, I don't think we have multiple choice in there. Too, yeah. too big. A, mm. I don't know. All right. Um, okay. Grady? Molly? Brandy? Mercy. Mercy. Or, or it's not, some translations say compassion. Right? So guess faith. Oh, I think it's oh, it was multiple compassion. You had compassion. multiple choice. I'm going to have, to oh. little, I'm gonna have a, a little Ooh, simple thing. You popped up on that one. Yeah, pop on it. Okay, I, I can't answer that. Okay, I'm, I don't have one for me. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one for me. Five. Jesus said that you can't not put new wine into this. Old wine skins. Old wine skins. Oh, wait, let's start with that. It's lightning round. It's lightning round. You're all right. Okay, old wine skins. Why is that? Because they will burst. Okay, why does it burst? Because they're they've already been um, stretched out from the fermenting process. Okay. All right, very good. And remember this: Jesus talked about religion again. You've got the old covenant, and it, specifically, he's talking about the old covenant, the Mosaic covenant, and he's talking about the new covenant. Where do we find the new covenant at? Um, Jesus. No, new covenant. We, we read in Hebrews. You answered last time. Uh, Anybody? What do you mean? Isn't Jeremiah 31. Oh. Jeremiah talk, or 31 talks about the new covenant it's going to make with Judah and Israel. And these two covenants, the old covenant and new covenant, they, they do not mix. They do not mix. All right. Randy. Uh, that's not me. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> what is the message that the twelve... Or to preach the kingdom. Exactly, the kingdom. Uh, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. They were to go out to announce his kingdom. Remember, you're getting up to. By the time you get to 13, you don't hear that message anymore. But, but you're here multiple times that that message was was being repeated. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. When the Jews rejected that message, that it was rescinded. But not not forever. It's, it's going to come back. All right, four. Um, Michael, Jesus said that the one who does not do this is not worthy to be my disciple. So I can make distractors. Uh, pick up his cross. Pick up your cross. And that's that is immediately and that is Continually. That's also a continual text. Context. Okay, five. Amanda. Do not fear those who can kill the body but are unable to kill the soul. What is it that you are to fear? God. More specifically. Uh. God's right. Well, what's the text say? Anybody? Is that God's they, they, they can kill the uh, soul. The body and, and soul. The soul. 
forgot body and soul in hell. All right. That concludes it. So, any last remarks, comments, smart this remarks? I think we should give Yeah. We'll let you come back next time. <laughs> yeah, that's what, in, in Jeopardy, the, the winners, they come back to the next that's show. That's it, right? back then. <laughs> yeah, returning champion. Yeah, there you go. That's great. Let's, let's close out in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity. And once again, we thank you for your word that comforts us, that convicts us, that straightens our path. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we continue to open up the eyes of our hearts, that we may continue to worship Thee with all our hearts, with all our minds, with all our strength, renewing our minds and setting our, our vision on the kingdom ahead and walking in Your righteousness. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. One more second.